Hi, welcome to episode 39 of Invest in You. On this podcast is Charlie Sandval. Oh, uh, by the way, it's Val, it's me, and my dad, Frederick Sandval. And today we are going to talk about one of the investments you can do in yourself, which is relationships, and in this case, networking. So what is networking, Dad? Right, for me, networking is maybe one of the most important skills as an entrepreneur. Uh, it's also one of the most valuable assets you have got uh, to yourself and it's all relating to other people and how you link and connect and help others and how they can help you yes so one thing Grant Cardone told me at one of his courses is that your network is your net worth yeah I can just completely agree with that if you don't have a network that can help you you are much stuck you don't have anyone to sell to exactly that's also true very much so all right um of course networking is all around uh, keeping your existing contacts it's also about it about adding new ones uh, for me uh, my business networks have absolutely uh, increased over time okay so I would like to split up the network and networking into a couple of different things. Number one, you have got, of course, your social fr- network with your friends, uh, your family, and so on and so forth. So that might be re- non-business activities, but sometimes the business is combined with uh, your social network as well. It can be, for example, your old colleagues, can be old university, can be family, obviously, and friends. And Surely, is it possible to do business with them as well? Yes. Yes, exactly. Is it possible to help them? Well, yeah, of course. Better to help uh, others. You can uh, benefit from it too. All right. Okay, so now on one side we've got the social connections and then we also got the very much professional. Those are the ones you meet at work. Those are the ones that you really try to get for the purpose of the work. That can be everything from... uh, You might see your colleagues as your social or as your professional network, depending on how your relationships are set up. You can, for example, also have in in my company, we have got a a power team, which is very much the specialist we work with frequently. And we also got like the extended team, which is like specialists that we call upon less frequently. They're absolutely part of my professional network. And then we also have got, of course, the whole social media thing, right, Charlie? Yeah. So those can be either that you connect to people that you actually like from the social part or from your professional network. It can also be like artificial. It can be that you are connected, but you might not never have met. It might be because you share different interests. For example, you're part of the same group. That means that you can message each other. So what do you think is the benefits of having a big social media page with lots of followers and stuff? Uh, I would like to park that question a little bit until later. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. So in terms of your artificial network, that can be, of course, like we said, online. Uh, So what would you say is the the biggest professional networking page, Charlie? Probably LinkedIn. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Uh, And other people, uh, quite a few people I know, also try to use uh, some other things for business. What would be your second choice, uh, the biggest one mm, in the whole world. Mm, Facebook, right? Yeah, exactly. Instagram is not really that much about networking, but you can do that as well. 
of course is yeah it's about network but it, maybe not as much as business so yeah, yeah uh, Instagram is also huge of course yeah um, and it's going to become bigger and bigger so that's definitely worth uh, investing your time in right uh, okay so Charlie would you consider to connect with people you don't know yes absolutely uh, so far at events I'm not so good at connecting with people because it's a bit hard to go and ask people but I'm going to be better at that because it's a great uh, opportunity to connect with people and get to know them. All right. Now, as you now start to talk about like how to network at events, we uh, are going to events quite frequently. Uh, I do it a lot more often than you do. Uh, so what are the things to consider? Well, number one, uh, right now our dog is in the room. Uh, don't bring your dog. Uh, or maybe you bring your dog. Uh, if you find dog people and, and they like your dog, then that can be a great icebreaker. Yes. What do I mean by icebreaker? Basically, that you got something to talk about, so a mutual interest, and it's very relaxing to have something which is not as uh, stiff and tough to, to start to talk about. A bit harder to sell someone something if they are allergic to dogs, for example. Yeah, that's true, of course. Okay, Um what kind of networking events do I attend? Uh, if I go back in time, when I was working with management consulting, I used to go to industry events. For example, industry events from the companies I would like to sell to. So I went to lots of IT uh, events. I went to lots of consulting events. I went to banking events. I went to short management institute. I went to so many different ones. And... Uh, I found that useful, but also a waste of time. What do you think I mean by that, Charlie? Uh, what is the waste of time? The waste of time in this case is if you don't follow up, then you waste your time. If you find yourself yeah. in the wrong room, you can potentially waste your time. If you uh, follow up is great. Yeah. So basically, if you don't collect the details and you don't even know if you'd like to follow up with the people. That is a waste of time. I personally really don't like people that just go to events to collect business cards to add to their CRM system back home. Because that just feels like, uh, yeah, that, <coughs> that's almost like, almost like exploiting you. And I don't like that. Right, so what can you do? When you go to these events, uh, you can, for example, uh, depending on your employer, ask to see the list who will actually come. To the event so that means that you can actually prepare yourself you can check people out on linkedin you can see that okay out of these people at this event these three people and now you also know what they look like you can very much target them and try to uh, to search them out in the big crowd uh, to have that delegate list can really help and uh, also check out the speaker if there is a speaker we'd like to talk specifically about this person with this person it can sometimes be useful to connect with them before or after the event as at the event, people will very much leave, like mobbed up. People just crowd around them and you will find it tough to get some one-to-one -one time. All right, Charlie, do you know what an elevator pitch is? Well, yeah, if I understand it right, it is basically as short as possible. You pitch about your product and tell them, try to sell it to people. Uh, yeah, yes, in this case, I was thinking more about yourself than try to sell something to them. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You, you, you try to describe who you are, what you can help with, and so on. And in so a short forth. time as possible. Yeah, exactly. The, the, can you guess where the, the name Elevator Pitch comes from? 
Well, you, maybe it has something to do with you're in an elevator with someone yeah. and you're trying to get to know them or sell them a product before the elevator goes all the way to the top. Exactly. Which well, is pretty fast. Exactly, all the way to bottom. All right, so you, you, you just tried uh, an elevator in uh, in America, in, in the tallest uh, tower in New York. Can you remember how long time the elevator took? Actually, it didn't take so long. I think it was like one minute or something. Yeah, it was around, just, around just over 40 seconds. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and that was uh, around... 300 floors? Yeah, no, I think it was around no, 600 meters, right? Oh, yeah, not 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 300 floors, like 150 or something. Yeah. Something crazy like anyway, that. Anyway, it, it was quite a few number of floors, and I think it was around 600 meters, and that was extremely fast elevator still. All right, back on track here, Frederick. Shame on you. Uh, the elevator pitch, really, you should try to have some kind of like social pitch where you explain who you are like, what's your name, and people usually also put in what's their role. It's useful, useful to put in, like, what does that mean? So, like, the role is something to hide behind, but why not explain what you actually do? And uh, and why not explain what you're looking for? And potentially you might want to expand on the topic on something that's even more interesting about you or that you find more interesting. So, for example, uh, like your big game, your really big challenge for me, it's very much working with younger entrepreneurs and helping them to get more into business. And often when I mention that, if people are fair, parents, they find that quite intriguing. So... Uh, when you are networking, trying to find, pe- find people, how do you pick the people? Okay, uh, in a big room. All right, so there you've got a couple of different settings. You have the group number one, which is the, the people which are on their own. They might be standing there fiddling with their telephone. They might be there standing looking into the wall. They might be standing there uh, with their drink or without their drink. They are a little bit uncomfortable to be there. You actually help them by approaching them in in a careful way and and introducing yourself because that means they are not alone anymore, which means you save them the hassle to try to find one to speak to. So yeah, people standing on their own, they're very easy to approach. Uh, Just be aware sometimes they are either on their phone or that means that you are potentially interrupting them. Uh, I feel still, if people come to a networking event, you should probably put your telephone to the side. Right, something else. How do you approach a group of two people? Uh, Again, uh, you are making the the couple into a trio, which means that you are the odd one out. The other people might already have rapport between them. So you can just, uh, what I do is just super quickly just excuse myself, introduce myself, and then just ask them, please carry on where you were. (laughs) Don't don't let me interrupt. Uh, And then people usually do, or they start to engage with you. It it depends. Of course, you can also have like uh, groups of people. Same thing there. You can just slide in from the side and stand there and observe. Or you can try to introduce yourself to other people and and just in a similar way as with, with, with the two people. Uh, just let them carry on the conversation or a mix between those two uh, it's a little bit strange if you you come in there from the side you don't introduce yourself at all uh, it's, it's a little bit uh, awkward especially if you try to either stand there and just just yeah if you try to take control really it, may, it feels a bit strange like who the are you okay uh, all right who else can you approach at the event obviously i very often try to 
approach the actual speakers if I can. So I try to know what the speakers look like before the event so I can at least say hi to them. And who else can you talk to? Uh, at the bar or where you pick up your drinks or snacks, that's also a good place to, to pick up new people to talk to because they come there to grab a drink and maybe then to engage a new person. All right, how do you break away from people? All right, uh, same thing here. You are not there to see one person the whole evening. That's not the purpose of networking. You're not there to just see people that you already know. Yes, I'd say that one more time. You're not there to just say hi to people you already know, I hope. Okay, so now we have introduced ourselves. We said hi to some people. You might also bring your business cards, which means people can get back to you. And you might contact their details, sorry, take their details. And of course, you can also capture the details on the phone. And there are also some apps which allows you to very quickly connect. All right, what else should we talk about, Charlie? I think we've covered a lot of great stuff so far. Yeah. Uh, what else is important, Charlotte? Um, well, maybe arriving early. Yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe checking the name tags, see what they're called and so. Yeah. Maybe wear a name tag can be a smart thing to do. If, exactly. If, in case uh, they forget your name halfway through. Yeah. Which is very common. Yeah. Okay. So arrive early. Yes, I like to arrive early because it means that I feel more at ease. I feel more in control of the whole situation. Uh, and ultimately, if I come to network, I can't come late. Uh, well, it depends, of course, where the networking part is in that evening. But I generally try to, to be there early. And that means also I quite often leave quite late because I also usually network after the event. But it depends on your family situation. Okay, uh, a cool way to fast track your network. If you find someone who is interesting, ask them. Who else should I talk to? Or who do you recommend uh, that I speak to next? Or can you just introduce me to uh, another interesting person just like you? And guess what? They often will. Uh, another way is, of course, to engage with the host and ask the host, who do you recommend I talk to this evening? And they often know quite a lot of people in the room, which means if they know what you do and what you're looking for, they're very likely to save you lots of time by connecting to you with the right people. Then also you can ask the people you've already connected to yep. uh, during the evening or whatever. Exactly. Or people you previously know. And then you can ask them also about different connections that you yep. can make. Yeah, perfect. All right. Um, so a, a, a tricky one is sometimes you get stuck with someone. Uh, how do you, uh, in a polite way... Say, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Exactly. Or, I'm really sorry, I'd like to speak to some other people. Uh, what to do? All right. One way is uh, to say that you're just going to go and, and, and top up your drink. Uh, that can sometimes be the wrong thing to do because then they might say, if they really like you, well, oh, great. I was also just thinking about doing that. So it means that you've now failed to disengage. I often, in a, in a most... Uh, open way just tell it like it is like uh, I, I just like to excuse myself I just like to say hi to some more people and people usually understand that okay yeah. fine we're here to network and that's just a good reminder yeah. so so to excuse yourself that you go to get a drink or go to the toilet can backfire because they might follow you to the drink to the bar they might even follow you into the toilet if you are nice enough uh, and that's not really the purpose yeah. I hope well, you can also you can also be nice, like say, thank you, it's been great network yeah, with you. Exactly. Now I just want to go on to some other people network. Yeah, yeah, well, nice to meet you, yeah. David or whatever. Exactly. Cool. Right. Uh, okay, so hopefully you found something useful so far. Why 
to network as an entrepreneur. All right. There are some really good meetings where you can be one of the key people in the room. So I always recommend if you can try to be the speaker. That means that people would like to come to you and you are very much in demand to speak to. And it's way easier to to get network and get what you want if you are one of the main speakers, of course. Uh, Also, for example, you might be there to pitch. You might be there to share an idea. Sometimes, like uh, the BNI, you are supposed to pitch. Uh, some of the property networking meetings, you have got the chance to do like a service announcement, like tell people what you do and how you can help or what you're looking for. If you're going to like a business angel event, same thing there. People are there to pitch and people are there to engage and even potentially to invest. So the cool thing there with networking specifically if you're smart, you go to the ones which help you the most. But sometimes you will find exactly what you're looking for in the most unusual context. So don't only just do one thing. So for example, to go to a charity event, to go to an awards ceremony, and to do something unusual, then you might find some interesting people. And often in the case of networking, it is not who you meet with but it's who they know in their turn which is bringing us straight back to the idea of social media LinkedIn you might know that there are different levels so you are a first connection with someone but that also allows you to see who are their second connections which means if you got like 200 connections on LinkedIn that means you can see all of those 200 200 connections in my case, I got a lot more connections than that, which means I can see a huge range of people who they are online and also connect with them easier. You can also ask people to refer you and to connect you and so on. All right. Uh, Shirley, what else springs to mind? Uh, anything at all while I'm just talking away? Mm, not really yet. Okay. Right. So from my point of view, I find networking a super important business skill. And uh, a top tip I got years ago is when you talk to people and you ask them questions, they will talk about their favorite topic in the world, which is themselves. So try to be interested, not interesting. I say that one more time. Try to be interested, not interesting. Why do you think that's the case, Yoli? So that you can learn uh, as much as possible from them. Yes. And not the opposite. But then the problem is that then they are uh, being uh, the, trying to be the interesting person. Yes, And exactly. if they have the same, same knowledge as you, then it will be a little bit weird. No, actually, no, uh, if, if you allow people to talk, uh, I mean, I, I've tried this a number of times, both purposefully and not on purpose at all. Just to be curious and speak to a person. And guess what? Because they were allowed to speak, they will think that you are the best person they've met. You're so nice, you're so friendly, and then they really like you, but they can't put the finger on why. And ultimately, if you put them on on the spot, you might ask them, all right, so I met this guy, Charlie, Uh, what do you know about him? And they might scratch their head because they had such a great conversation with Charlie, but actually they don't know anything about Charlie. It was just because he was... Yes, such a great listener. He asked such great questions. You had so much fun, uh, so many laughs, and it was great fun to talk. 
But if you're brutally honest, Charlie didn't do the talking, you did, or the other party did. So that's a very interesting thing uh, to observe. Okay, what else can we say here? Um, you would like to, in the networking setting, to come across as professional. And that refers both online and offline. You like to show that you are a trustworthy person, a person you, people like to do business with. Uh, if you got a very clear message and you know what you want, that's also very unusual. People usually waffle like, what, what, what do you want or what are you doing? And then people just blah, 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 blah. And they explain with 10,000 words what they want, while it could be said with five words if you're really succinct and clear. So be clear, be professional, and that refers to everything from how you dress, how you speak, how you approach people, your handshake, your eye contact, your business card. Yes, the list is long and I'm just touching the surface. Okay, uh, body language, same thing there. Do you want to come across as open or closed, as aggressive and dominant or relaxed, as uh, more like detail-oriented, very social, or do you want to be like a people's person? Yes, the options are yours. My advice is try to be yourself and don't play a role. And we find this uh, podcast name, what's the podcast name, Charlie? Invest in you. Very much related to your network. Why is Invest in You very much linked to investing and networking? Well, and investing because in investing in you comes in many different forms and investing in your network and relationships can lead to the other investments in yourself. Yes. For example, you can use them, uh, leverage them for money or you can leverage them to get uh, knowledge or to get knowledge about health, which can help your health. So there are many different benefits that lead to each other with networking. And what Shori is referring to goes, of course, both ways. So they can also leverage what you know, obviously. Yeah. So it goes both ways, not about just using anyone, obviously. Okay, I have been teaching networking skills on, on business schools and so on. And in the end of the day, I like to say it one more time, be interested not interesting. This is the biggest challenge, especially for men. And uh, it's just try to hold back on everything you like to say, everything you want to brag about, especially if you've got two women ac across the table uh, and they ask uh, questions about you and you might be flattered and just take away the whole evening and just talk about yourself. Control yourself and your emotions and try to also flip back the, the talking button to the other party or parties. Right, so you have got a couple of resources online which are quite useful. You can, for example, search for events on Eventbrite. Then you can search, of course, by your interest, location, timing, etc. And you can almost always find something which is not too far away from you, which is hopefully in your interest. And also, try something different. Uh, you can find skills events. You can find... Uh, events which are pure social you can find events which are all linked to love love is also some kind of networking right you got yep. uh, date evenings as well where you can meet and bump into other people by the way what are the best places for the, what is the normal networking that we are talking about often what, what's that called <laughs> It, it, entrepreneurship networking yeah, yeah no I, I, I would say I most likely uh, go because my main business is finance yeah. linked to property 
and properties. That means that I often end, in, well, end up in those events. Where can you find events where entrepreneurs can meet other entrepreneurs? I would ask for recommendations, number one. Secondly, I will Google. Uh, third, I will just... Uh, try, Social media, maybe? Try, try it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. And also, many events are... Uh, uh, published on social media for example you can find events on linkedin you can find events on facebook and so on and so forth and also you will start to pick up who in your sector is having the best events and uh, that will be quite obvious quite soon after you've been to a few meetings which are the ones which are worthwhile or not how did you find the grand cardone uh what's it called course thingy Right. Uh, how did I find that one? Well, it was through my connections. So did I know. Did they recommend it? I know the person who was hosting the whole event. Um, did he try to sell it to you through email, maybe? Uh, yeah, I found about about it both through direct email and uh, and LinkedIn, and yeah. I, I found it. Yeah, I respond to the LinkedIn basically, and uh, in the end of the day, my brother signed up for you, me, and your other uncle. Okay. So, networking is great, it can waste your time, but it can also build your business. For me, my network has absolutely uh, gone through the roof over the last few years. I decided, when I was working in a pure sales role, to add people on LinkedIn I was working with. I was also adding people I was meeting up in networking events. And then, that was a couple of years ago, and now I've got more than uh, 11,000 connections on LinkedIn, which means most of them I have met, and most of them will still remember me, and most of them will now and then see some of my updates. I just had uh, a little uh, event in uh, in the garden in Sweden, where we had uh, 30 people plus just doing a walk in, in the park, and one of the people attending it he's a medicine doctor he said hey you're quite active on linkedin aren't you i said <coughs> with almost like uh, blushing a little bit i am quite active on linkedin and i then explained why i am active i like to share value i like to share content i connect with people uh, i help people and uh, i do that in for example the fields what that i'm interested in uh, which is property finance and and general business and entrepreneurship. And he can just say, yeah, I can absolutely see where you're coming from and how that's very useful for you. So yeah, that was someone who uh, normally will not talk business with me whatsoever, but he clearly sees what I'm up to. And I also explained to him, guess what? I'm doing quite large deals with some people and for them to know that I'm active, I'm out teaching, helping, supporting, coaching, mentoring, and doing great deals all at the same time. That adds a lot of credibility and trust. And your social proof is one of the fig factors that add to your networking event. They might just Google you after the event or even before the event and find out, yes, I'd like to find out more, more about this guy, Frederick Samuel. He seems quite interesting, or at least strange. Okay. Okay. So, shall we call it a day for networking for this time? Yes, come absolutely. Back, come back to that another time. Okay, so a kind of forgotten thing that we've a little bit forgotten to do is mentioning my favorite thing, five-star reviews. And in this case, <laughs> before it was so good, it was worth a six-star review, which isn't really possible. So, this is how it goes. Invest in this podcast because these guys are going far. And then two really cool emojis. 
uh, and then it was uh, how to raise money, Nigel T. Best, who had wrote it. Great fun, and you can join Frederick, Charlie, and Ivan on a fabulous journey. They are going on an amazing journey, and they share how you can too. Six, and then star, six star emojis. So yeah, awesome, Nigel. Thank you very much for a, a great uh, review and also the rating six stars out of five. Yeah. Pretty nice. And if you want to have your review uh, read up on this podcast, please give us a five star and a review and subscribe. Cool. So that means that you will not miss the next episode either. And uh, take care until next time. We love to share good stuff with you. Feel free to comment. And about sharing, share this to your friends as well. Ah, if and only if you want them to be successful, of course. Yes. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.